to another edition here of the Mass Steel Podcast. So of course, yours truly, Charles Pride Ritchie. As uh, we got to get in right now, uh, still no deal struck for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens as they placed a non-exclusive tag on him uh, this past uh, Tuesday, I believe it was, and uh, which the Baltimore Ravens, they're permitting uh, other teams to try and negotiate a deal with Lamar Jackson uh, and the Ravens will have an opportunity to try and match. If not, they could decline and they could receive two first round uh, picks. And uh, we're going to get into some other uh, quarterback uh, carousel signings as well. And of course, what's going on too is the NFL announced its compensatory picks that was awarded uh, to 16 uh, teams today. And uh, t- and right now, it's only been uh, one in the division so far. And that's by the Cleveland uh, Browns, uh, which they only received one. The 49ers lead the pack with seven. And uh, we'll get into some other uh, Steelers' uh, potential needs of free agency and much more. Once again, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MetasteelCGR and on Instagram at Nation. So once again, the Ravens, they apply the $32.4 million non-exclusive franchise tag of Lamar Jackson on Tuesday, which kind of comes a bit of a surprise. I mean, some people were also thinking too, even like Josina Harrison, who was talking last week, maybe probably would have made a little bit more sense to do the exclusive tag, which would have been approximately about $13 million more. But the only thinking that, though, too, don't forget, because remember what happened to the Russell Wilson trade right now, too. We went to the Denver Broncos. Remember, a year ago, the Broncos, when they acquired uh, Wilson, uh, they uh, surrendered two first-round picks, uh, the ninth overall pick in last year's draft and the fifth in this year's draft, two second-round picks, which is the 40th overall in last year's draft and the 38th overall in this year's draft, and plus a 2022 uh, fifth-round pick, which is 145th from last year's uh, draft. And right now, I mean, that is uh, huge right now, too. And the thing that is really interesting right now in all this, too, uh, not many teams are biting looking at a guy like Lamar Jackson. I mean, many people were speculating, too, uh, would he go back uh, to, like, his home state of Florida right there, too? And the Miami Dolphins, who have not been quarterback uh, relevant since, uh, of course, uh, Dan Marino. And uh, to be honest with you, it's, it's uh, very disappointing. This list also includes the Falcons, Panthers, Commanders, and the Raiders. Once again, the Dolphins, Falcons, Panthers, Commanders, and Raiders uh, have uh, – basically say they, they will not be interested in acquiring Lamar Jackson. Because I'll tell you what, the interesting one, too, which is out of that list, I mean, which probably declined, which is fascinating, too, was Washington. Remember, I mean, if you think about I mean, the commanders, they play in the state of Maryland in their stadium at FedEx Field, and which is not too far off. And the thing is, too, you got a good coach in Ron Vare right there. I mean, still needing an offense. I mean – and when you look at everything that's uh, going on right there, too, you would figure that would probably been a little bit right there. But then again, you know, Daniel Snyder being eventually potentially being forced out this offseason, uh, which is supposed to be discussed in the annual league's uh, meetings. I mean, 
what way to kind of give a give a middle finger to the NFL? I mean, on the way out, uh, sign this guy to a fully guaranteed contract. I mean, basically all the stuff that he's been going through. I mean, and just for running a dirty organization, but a way to give the middle finger back to the NFL on his way out if he were to do that. Because, and then you also look at it too the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, when you had Marcus Mariota down there, I don't really feel like uh, that was a little bit of a good fit right there. I, I'm not sure. But I mean, a little bit nice though, too. I mean, if Lamar Jackson will went to the NFC, because think about it too. I mean, the thing is about the those three teams in the NFC, he would be out of the AFC if they were able to part ways with him. I mean, more particularly the Falcons, too. I mean, how much cool of a legacy that will have been to follow up from Michael Vick. I mean, of course, then you have Matt Ryan, but then a few years later, Lamar Jackson will probably have a nice little uh, tradition, I mean, carried in there for a team that has not won a Super Bowl yet, but still has some flashy quarterbacks in the past. I mean, when you look at their overall franchise history, and I mean, it's just really uh, going on. But if you look at it too, here's the interesting things right now. So far, we had three quarterbacks uh, sign right now the new deal. So far, remember uh, Derek Carr right now, who uh, signed with the Saints on uh, Monday. He signed a four-year, hundred fifty million. Uh, deal which includes uh, 37 uh, average per year with 100 total uh, guaranteed and 50 million uh, guaranteed at signing. Uh, and then you also have Daniel Jones uh, with the Giants, uh, who has a uh, first uh, winning season too right there. Had four year 160 million uh, deal which could four year 40 years on average with 40. I mean with 82 million. Guarantee at signing, which also includes up to thirty-five million uh, of incentives, while also applying the ten point zero nine one uh, million non-exclusive tag on Saquon Barkley. Now, the interesting thing is here about, like, like I said, like uh, with uh, Daniel Jones right there too. I mean, he has a first winning season as a quarterback at nine six and one, and plus his very first game in the playoffs, he wins his very first playoff game. And then, of course, goes on to lose in the second round to the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, remember, this was a team who did not pick up his fifth-year option. So, I mean, he pretty much had to uh, bet on himself in a way. I mean, and good for him, Daniel Jones. But I think the biggest thing, too, where a lot of people are pretty upset at right now, too, uh, is that, you know, you got a guy in Lamar Jackson. He's a former uh, league MVP I mean, he's uh, led his team to the playoffs at least uh, three years in a row, with the exception of uh, this year and uh, last year. Excuse me. I mean, well, he was responsible for most of this year, but season-ending uh, injuries, which, of course, um, missed uh, five, six games each of the last two years. But, I mean, again, league MVP and uh, – a guy who's going to be uh, tagged. So his, I mean, more likely uh, people are going to be highly anticipating that he probably will not play under the tag. Probably think uh, it will be unwise for him at 32.4. Well, you got a guy in Daniel Jones who's going to be making an average annual salary of $40 million. Uh Giants uh, GM Joe Shane uh, on the signing with Daniel Jones, who's uh, very satisfied, to say the least. 
Uh, he said, we had productive conversations with Daniel as representatives over the course of the past week or so. Uh, Saints had a news release announced the deal. We're all pleased they were able to come to an agreement prior to today's deadline. This gives us a greater ability to continue to build our roster. Uh, and he also said, I said after the season, I love this place. Uh, Daniel Jones uh, commented uh, in a statement. I've really enjoyed my time here and I want to be here. I respect for this organization, the mayor's. Uh, the Tishes, my coaches, and teammates. I am happy we are able to come to an agreement right there. Now, of course, as you remember, too, I mean, Eli Manning, who's probably the more respected guy in this city of New York. But remember, they played in uh, East Rutherford Third in New Jersey. But anyway, uh, for the most part, you got to believe it's still Eli Manning's uh, town to prove it otherwise. And the only interesting thing is, too, when you look across the other side of town right now, too, the Packers given uh, permission for the Jets executives, uh, which they've uh, met with Aaron Rodgers, uh, seems like it might be heading in a positive direction that the Jets, I mean, right now, maybe they'll find some uh, compensation right now, depending what the asking price is, have them come to New York, JTS, Jets, 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 right there too. And Aaron Rodgers right now, remember, who also signed a uh, huge uh, contract uh, last year, and that's the problem, too. I mean, right there. I mean, a lot of these quarterbacks who are signing these uh, big-term deals right now, especially with all the guarantees. Remember, he he signed a uh, three-year, $150.815 million uh, Packer. I mean, with the Packers, including a 40.8 sign balls and 150.815 uh, guaranteed. So his uh, total contract is uh, fully guaranteed is uh, guaranteed. And, and you got to look right now, too. I mean, the uh, Packers right there. I mean, and that's the problem where you look at for a guy like Lamar Jackson, too. I mean, the biggest thing that trumps all this is the Cleveland Browns uh, deal, too. I mean, when you have them sign, I mean, Deshaun uh, Watson, I mean, basically to a fully uh, guaranteed uh, deal right there. And uh, basically, when you, when you look at it, and and what they've been able to do, and just uh, it was a desperate uh, signing right there. I mean, five year, two hundred thirty million uh, guaranteed. The whole contract uh, was guaranteed. I mean, Jim Haslam. I mean, the Browns too. I mean, that's the only thing. Yeah, I believe owners right now. And Ryan Clark was saying too on ESPN, he does feel like it's a conspiracy going on right now. And I think there's like a lot of push right now. It's not necessarily because of the injury. I mean, I would still like to think that'd be a part of it for the Ravens uh, factor. They'd be a little hesitant on giving them that much money, but the league coming together too. Because remember, I mean, the push for guaranteed contracts is a real thing by the players. This continues to be a nip and tuck game. And when you are uh, billionaires, I mean, uh, fighting over like uh, millions and how much you're going to invest in certain players and how much, you know, that's going to take on your cap hit year after year. Not only that, but just the other positions too. I mean, you're going to have to address right there. I mean, the thing is, these contracts, I think, just become a little bit difficult to work out. I don't think it's that they don't want to have fully guaranteed contracts exist at all. But I mean, it's the same thing. It does become a lot more difficult right there. That's why you saw even too, I mean, with the Patrick Mahomes three years ago, he had a 10-year uh, uh, 
deal, I mean, which was uh, valued at $450 million and where he was getting uh, $45 million annual uh, guaranteed right now, and which is the fifth most in the league. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the highest uh, paid on average with over $50.27 million, followed by Russell Wilson at 48.5, uh, Kyler Murray 46.1, Deshaun Watson at uh, 46. And then, of course, you got Patrick Mahomes at 45. And eventually, you got to imagine his, his bargaining uh, power is going to go up, too, at some point. So, once again, I asked the question to you guys. Is Lamar Jackson worth about uh, for uh, contract uh, value right now, at least uh, value-wise, more than Deshaun Watson? And I, I think you got to like, uh, be taking a hard look at that right now. In the mirror. And uh that, that's all you really, really gotta think about right there. Because I I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I'd have to probably say no for right now. I I, I think of anything because well no, let me let me take that back. I well no, I, I would say total value wise, because uh, remember, I mean I, I'm just not sure if I want to like give that much to a guy that's been hurt. But I mean, it's just the problem is like how much you're going to be guaranteed. I mean, value of the contract. No, you know what? Let me take that back. I'd say yeah, I think he's worth a little over 230 million. I'm just not totally sure about uh 230 million guaranteed to be looking at because they insist they do not want a fully guaranteed deal. But, I mean, he does want to at least be paid more than uh, Watson. I mean, Mahomes, he does lead the pack right now with total value at $450 million, uh, while uh, Josh Allen, the Bills, comes in at second, $258, and Russell Wilson, third, $242. So that's the right there, too. I mean, but the only thing is he's had one playoff win. But Kyler Murray, zero playoff wins as well. And Deshaun Watson... I think he's only gotten like uh, one so far since being in the league, and that was in 2019 versus Buffalo Bills before they went to blew a significant, I think it was a 24-point lead versus the Chiefs in the divisional round. So we, we take a look at all that uh, scenario right there. So, again, you think Lamar Jackson is worth uh, over $230 million guaranteed? Uh, leave me your thoughts on that. I'm going to have to just say no right there. But do you also believe there's conspiracy going on right now? I probably have to say there's a little bit of conspiracy going on. Yes. And not just because the Sean Watts, but as a continued fight over uh, squashing out the idea of giving fully guaranteed contracts. Uh, once again, this is Charles Bridge. Rich, you can follow me on Twitter at MassSteelCGR and on Instagram at MassSteelNation. Thank you for watching the Mass Steel Podcast with your host, Charles Project Ritchie, here on YouTube. Please make sure to hit that subscribe button. And for all the latest Mass Steel Podcast episodes, feel free to download them on Mixcloud, Anchor.fm, and SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts.